everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about episode 8 from season 2, Ahoy Mateys. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And I'm Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Welcome back. Hey, yeah. Thank you for having me. We're very glad to have you because you're you, but also because we've been very sparse on the guest hosts this season. Yeah, I tried to come on um, a few weeks ago, but I don't know what it was, but I think it was some maybe recording over the weekend or something. I think something. you had to work. I think yeah. something, yeah, you weren't supposed to have to, but then I think you had to or something. Yeah, which, you know, it happens. Life gets in yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm here now, and I'm actually, what's crazy is I'm actually going to be back again like two weeks before my wedding, so I'm taking, <laughs> um, it might even be a week before my wedding, it was oh. some crazy time, but I, I wanted to get another guest house, so I'll be here, I promise. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah, so I'm spending the week of my wedding with you all. You might be yeah. a little frantic, but <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But I'll it'll be it. it'll be nice. It'll be something that'll be able to take your mind off of the stress. Well, it's so right. crazy because you guys go through these episodes so quick, so it really like brings it home how quick my wedding is coming. That like I'm not <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yep. it'll it'll be here before you know it. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's start out with our episode summary okay season two episode eight ahoy mateys <laughs> veronica helps keith determine who is haunting a school bus crash victim's parents currently embroiled in a suit against the school district for negligence meanwhile after logan asks for help fighting fighting the murderer charge against him veronica stumbles into a dangerous situation with the local irish mob <laughs> later weevil's leadership of the pch bike club boys is put into question Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so A-plot is going to be called Captain Crunk. <laughs> B-plot is, I know this isn't the whole thing, but I'm calling it River Sticks. Okay. okay. It includes Logan and Weevil stuff, because mm. they pretty much, that story goes together. So, and C-plot is Angelic Meg. <laughs> Ghost Meg. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. So, uh -huh. we're going to start out with our A-plots, and we find out that Marcos Oliveras was killed in the bus crash, and his parents come to Keith for help because someone has been harassing them. Which is just awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny little buses found around their house. I mean That's and, awful. And the voices, them calling the house <sighs> with these recordings. I couldn't Could I can't imagine? even imagine. No. I mean that is that is horrible and I realize they are not very good people, like that's <laughs> kind of well established. But I mean it you don't you still don't do that you know no. that's 
yeah, it's not, it's certainly not going to ever get the parents on your side if you would ever want to maybe have a relationship with somebody you cared about parents, you know, some very down the line. Well, I think, I mean, I understand, obviously, we're just jumping way ahead, but um, I understand where the kid was coming from, but, and I can understand, like, being angry enough to want to do something like that, but to actually follow through with it, I don't think that uh, that's just inhumane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, and, I mean, I, I, it's hard because, you know, he is a 16-year-old boy, and I did appreciate that about this, is that it did seem like a very teenage reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it did. Yeah. All right, so um, they are suing, the parents are suing the school district, and they think that it's the school district who is harassing them. Which is so bizarre. I just can't imagine that 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 would happen. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay, it just might be pushing ahead a little bit, but it's related to this. Veronica's theory was just absolutely hilarious. I was like, that's what you're coming up with? That's your theory? Like, Well, that, that was the know. same the same theory that they were claiming. I know. Right? But yeah. yeah, but it just didn't yeah. make any sense. Like, But the whole Butters thing, you know, the whole like, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, your dad knows about this. I'm like, no. Yeah, where, <laughs> where would that even... <laughs> Where's the motive in that? Prince... No, like yeah, I realize he's kind of a douche sometimes, but he seems pretty docile. I mean, to be blatantly honest, um, Who, the, butters? The, no, the principal. Oh, the, yeah, Clemens, the vice yeah. principal. No, yeah. I've I've decided that, like Logan, the, the vice principal never does anything wrong. So, like Logan's <laughs> always getting blamed for stuff. The vice principal's always getting blamed yeah. for stuff. Neither of them do the stuff they get blamed for. Like they're they're mostly innocent. I mean, Logan less so, but. Right. They're, they're innocent of everything. Yeah, I was like, Logan's never done anything wrong. I know. I was like, Naomi, you no, were blocking Logan has never things. done any of the stuff that he's gotten blamed for. Except other stuff. Logan's never done anything wrong. Yeah. Boy, you live in a really fantasy world with Logan, don't you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> she tries. He's shirtless most of the time. You should come visit, Jimmy. You'd like it. <laughs> I have a feeling that I would like it there in that fantasy land. <laughs> I love like how it, it's not just you. It's like on a lot of shows, everybody has their own like little head cannon that goes on like in your mind. So it's the angelic creature. It's pretty funny to me. But, um, I know you just explored the bum fighting, right? <laughs> Obviously, Logan didn't really do that in her fantasy land. No. Right? Um, yeah. Maybe she's uh, just cool with bum fighting. Some people are. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. See, here's the thing. Like, I, I actually, my sisters and I had this thing where we would go and we would, like, have these fights, but you could only hit each other with your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Literal bum fighting. Here, I was just starting to picture, too, like, cartoon, like, actual butts, you know, <laughs> fighting. That's what I was going to say, but yours is so much better. <laughs> like, like you, you run at the person backwards and try to hit them with your butt. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, what were you saying about that going on tangents? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, moving along. Right, so moving no, along. No, nobody knows anything about Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one knows who he was. No one pretty much ever heard him speak. He's not pictured in the yearbook. <laughs> I'm not sure he existed. I, I thought that that's where this story was going. Like, I thought it was going to be some weird thing, like, where he never even existed, and parents were, like, suing the school district, and it wasn't really there. They made up a child. <laughs> yeah, I was really looking forward to it. Oh, like, it was a welfare scam, and then they put him in on the school. Oh, that was oh, cool. That's that great. Can we see that story now? <laughs> or, like, that was so awesome. But that would be cool, like, if they were, um, you know how sometimes when you have a baby that dies and someone tries to take over the social security number, like, uh-huh. that's what they're doing, and they's got all of these imaginary kids, and so that <laughs> when, the, when the illegals come through, they're like, yes, we could just slip you into one of these, uh, you know, uh, lives that we've been cultivating. That would have been awesome. And they even had him not pictured in the yearbook, because he was registered at the school, and Wow. Yeah. And so never bother up... to show up for class. Yeah. <laughs> get like tw- they have 12 kids or something. That would be awesome. This is a very interesting story. Okay, back to the real one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Veronica gets a mystery email um, from someone who claims to have known Marcos and um, but has a jealous boyfriend. Now, I feel if she would have gone to see Mac earlier in the episode, like right about now, she would have known where to go right away. Because yeah. Mac, Mac would have been able to find the IP address where the email is registered. Uh-huh. Been able to the whole them. process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then Keith has um, an MP3 player that was taped in the car playing Marcos's voice. And the MP3 player was bought by the school. Now I'm confused about how that works. Yeah, I mean, well, has because... anyone ever registered their MP3 player? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, an... no. Maybe, maybe an i an iPod, um, an actual iPod, not an MP3 player, um, could be registered by Apple because you need tech support on it, like iCloud support. I'm I'm really did, did they have an to. iCloud back then? Um I don't I mean iPhones and iPods were around back then. Yeah, iPods yeah. were. Yeah. iPods definitely were cuz she had that big ginormous iPod. Yeah. I'm oh, you mean sure. the one that I still have? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's a classic. Yeah, it, it, I it, I love my iPod classic and I don't want a touch. <laughs> I um uh, I think that when when schools buy equipment like that, um, they probably register the serial numbers with the kind, just like you can do with anything that you buy. You know, you register it when you buy it, you, so that if it gets stolen, yeah, you have the serial number and and that makes sense because, like, I'm sure he rented the MP3 player from the school, like he was borrowing it from the media library. Yeah. So that's I guess how that worked. Yeah. So. Well, because that's what the uh, the the kid 
the the no name kid that said that nobody knows who he is. He was like he comes in, he plays with the electronic toys, and he leaves basically. Mm-hmm. So he probably quote unquote borrowed it from school. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Well, no, he even said that they were checking out equipment at the. Ryan said that at the end. Yeah, they... that they were checking that Marcos and Butters were checking out equipment, and mm-hmm. that's how they fi- he figured out who they were. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So. Yeah, okay, I, I can see where that works. Veronica talks to Clemens and the principal. Is this the first time we've ever seen him? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes, I thought so. That's my note is, OMG, Neptune actually does have a principal. <laughs> I know we've talked about him before, but I couldn't remember if we, if we ever got around to seeing him. Which nope. made me think no. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the first time. And of course, he's uh, unhelpful. Very. As is Clemens. Yep. So, Mac! Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! We find out that um, Mac knows Marcos's voice from the MP3 player. He was Captain Crunk <laughs> on Ahoy Mateys. And yes. Imitation Crab was his co-host. I, I feel like this is, like, uh, something that has to do with SpongeBob SquarePants for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I don't know why I went there. Because Crab and, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch SpongeBob, and I don't allow Lily to watch SpongeBob because I hate him. So I, I've like left my child, you know, ruined my child's childhood probably, um, by avoiding SpongeBob SquarePants entirely. I have seen probably about two episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants in my entire life. But yeah, I'm there with you. One of my I've coworkers, never seen one of my coworkers who's a big stoner, um, watches SpongeBob SquarePants with, like you know, uh, religiously basically. <laughs> he, it. <laughs> it's probably the only time it makes any sense to anybody. <laughs> like, dude, you're in your forties. Stop it. It's a cartoon. <laughs> you know how many how many of those um intriguing you know, the stoner types watch like um Yo Gabba Gabba? Never heard of it. <laughs> um you consider yourself lucky. Trust me. It's now it's awful. Now I would just like to point out that there's nothing wrong with cartoons as long as they're smart cartoons. Yes. Because Phineas My and Ferb, Phineas and Ferb is amazing. It is Max and Ruby. I'm sorry, Max is Max boss. and Ruby is awesome. Um, Max is yeah. boss. That is that is all. Yeah. Um, Wait, we're having a hard time sticking to the plot, huh? Oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if that says that. a lot about the plot. I, I, I think I that says a lot about the A plot. <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I didn't hate it. I. I don't know. Maybe no, it was just either. Max and Mac and Veronica that I liked. Um, yeah. So we'll get back to them. Mac and Veronica track the radio signal to <laughs> Clemens' house. That was a great setup right there. Um, when when basically Veronica threw Mac under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and Mac's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh my God, there's a girl here to see my son. Girl, <laughs> this has never yeah. happened." <laughs> Two of pretty girls, like. 
You you would think that he wouldn't have let Veronica in his house for anything. <laughs> I don't know. I think he likes Veronica secretly. Like, I don't know. Well, but she yeah. does nothing but cause him grief. Yeah, but he probably knows of Mac. Like, even if he doesn't know her name or anything, he yeah. probably knows she's a smart girl and really good with... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that yeah. kind of reputation gets along, so... It probably had more to do with Mac. He wouldn't have let her in the door otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, of course, say they are there to see Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they go out to, is it, is it the garage? I, 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 he said he was in the basement. But then it was like a separate room from the house. Like, they're walking outside. Yeah. yeah, it was bizarre. Maybe it was like the guest house, but then I'm like, how much does this vice principal make that he has a guest house in California? <laughs> like, Maybe it that's was just an underground garage. Underground garage. <laughs> but it did look outside. I think it was just poor plotting. Yeah, um, I think so, too. I think maybe yeah. they just didn't have the set that they were. <laughs> and we're hoping no one noticed poor, that it was yeah. outside. <laughs> The, the yeah. wall of the of the hallway fell over, and it just yeah. outside. <laughs> much. The hallway was too small, or I don't know something, something strange. Um, so Butters tells them that after they uh, figure out that he's recording a radio show under and him. a nice a nice uh, shout out to pump up the volume there. That was a good movie. Just saying. All right. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. He tells them that Marcos quit the show after he went to summer camp. <laughs> Came back weird. <laughs> yeah. Came back weird. I think I think that Vincent needs uh, an attitude adjustment. <laughs> yeah, he's a little, little um, high, high strung. strung. Yeah. 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 A little hostile. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. he needs to get high. Maybe that would improve his. That would help. It's <laughs> a little no, but um, yeah, he kind of creeps me out. That kid. I don't even know if it's the actor or if it's the character. I'm not sure, but I, I don't know him from anything else, so I can't. Me I don't either. Have frame but... of reference for him. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't know if it's actually how it's written or if it's how he's choosing to play it. Yeah, yeah that yeah. creeps me out. So I don't know. But yeah, so Veronica figures out, well, she hears the father and Keith talking about Camp Self-Quest, and she looks it up, and this is where you send your gay child to make them straight, basically. <laughs> Yay, conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. Gross. It's very gross. I don't have a whole lot to say about that, but yeah, I, pretty I, much I do... Just... I do want to say I find it kind of funny that the parents, they're still going out to their weekly bowling nights when they're... How long has it been since the bus crash? A couple months, probably. And the parents are like, yeah, we can still go out Wednesday night bowling. It's mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I had... Um, there was a girl in my high school who's... Um, I was... Not close to, but I knew we were in band together, and um, her she actually got in a car accident um, when we were seniors in high school. Terrible, tragic story, but her parents still came to, I mean, it wasn't even just band, but they came to, like, all the, like, school functions still, well, and that, everything. That, that makes a little more sense. Well, what I'm saying is, like, I think that it could be something that, especially the the mother who seemed to be 
dealing really hard with all this that mm-hmm. they a psychiatrist or somebody or even a pastor might be encouraging her to keep some type of normalcy because uh, I know that that's what yeah yeah I guess and, most people don't don't want you to just <clears throat> fall into a, a pit of despair and, in, and if this was a regular sort of league then you're going to think that this is people that they've known for years and it's a you know sort of a, a support system that they have oh maybe so that way they can uh, still all right maybe it could also be a new league a new league that they're joining of parents who've lost children for all we know i mean I know that's terrible. (laughs) 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 I know that sounds awful depressing, but I mean, they do. They seek out these, these things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I hope to never be in a situation like that. So I don't, you know. But it's got to be hard to lose. Was he a senior? Do we even know how old Marcus was? I don't think we do. And Marcus isn't the PCHer that was on the bus, right? No. Okay. No, but was... he, no, he seemed like he was an O-Niner. I mean, maybe not, but they seemed relatively well off. Yeah, it? they had a pretty nice house. But then they had a burglar alarm, but who knows? Mm-hmm. They did have a burglar alarm. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure of their And maybe. Their I mean, he stuff. might be the kid. I mean, he is Hispanic, so... Well, you know, that, I mean, that, that, that was my only clue. Yeah, he's <laughs> not he's not the PCHer though. Okay. But, but I, it could be a racial tension. I mean, there was racial tensions in it too, like somebody from our neighborhood, like somebody from our culture, not even our yeah. neighborhood, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we have to go back to what they said at the very beginning that Neptune is a town with no middle class. Yeah. So, mm. even if their house seems to be, you know, they aren't living in a little apartment like Keith is and Veronica, it's still it, it was not mansion. That's so they true. are lower class. They probably are. Alright, so Keith stakes out the Oliveras house while they're bowling. <laughs> and the neighbor comes in to get a beer. He was an awfully sweaty guy. <laughs> 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 Just throwing that out there. I don't know if anybody else was <laughs> Acutely, was kind of creepy. <laughs> acutely aware of it, but as he was getting slammed into the table and everything, he was like profusely sweating. I was like, "Wow, dude!" <laughs> Maybe he's the neighbor from around the block, rather than yeah. next door. Might, you don't go out for his run and then stop in for the beer, <laughs> <laughs> or just walking from his house. He was like, "Oh," but so I was far. like, "This is our number one clue about what." Mr. Oliveris is like because it's like he's sitting here encouraging alcoholism um, by joking but um, we don't actually know that the guy's an alcoholic but there's something weird with but his he's wife. hiding no. his beer basically yeah <laughs> why is he hiding his beer <laughs> right um, yeah. I mean you get I, I know people who like their their significant others won't allow them to smoke in the house. No, if you're going to do that, you have to go like somewhere else completely. Don't even keep the cigarettes in the house. They're that just strict about well, it. So smoking's a weird thing, though, because I mean, let's say your kid has allergies or something that could, you yeah, know, that but, could I mean, really it, affect them. It, it could be some sort of uh, religious upbringing, and like, no, I do not want alcohol true. in this house at all. Mm-hmm. If they could be the child of an alcoholic, 
That's true. No. The interesting thing about that, though, is um, you still had however much alcohol you consumed while you were out. So what does it matter if you drink it in the house or out? Yeah. You know. You're You're still still going to come home smelling like beer. Uh, Well, and you're still the same level of drunk, whatever level that may be, when you go home. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to bother writing interesting backstories for no, the no, 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 no. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> um, and then Keith finds a bus in the fish tank. Already there. Already there. And a paper conveniently placed in the top of the garbage can with um, letterhead. letterhead from the school district, right? It was the law firm. Yeah, from the school district's law firm. That's right. And I knew right away that he planted yeah. that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obvious. I was like, even if you were stupid enough to write this on the law firm letterhead, and then you break in, you would use the code at the door, and then you would shove it into your pocket. Or yeah. You wouldn't throw it away, and no one is that stupid. <laughs> Like, or no at the very le- at the very least eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what you do. You go in, you eat the paper. <laughs> but, and you know what's so funny? It's like why would these school district people just be walking around with the law firm's number name on it? Like you would go around maybe with, I don't know, it didn't really make any sense. I was well, like it was, um, it was supposed to be that the the school hired the law firm to get the these people to drop their case, and so so the lawyers are doing some, this. Some flunky, <laughs> like mess with them, and yeah, it's a really poorly thought out setup. Yeah, just he's the Mr. Oliveris is not the brightest. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you don't hire a private detective and then try and trick him. Well, seriously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of silly. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, um, the, let's see, Veronica asks Butters about Marcus being gay, and Butters says there's no way he was, and that he almost got beat up by some girl's jealous boyfriend. Yes, he did. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's what he said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the things that confused me. Okay, so we've got Butters there who's saying, oh no, he was always talking about girls and this and that. And it's like, okay, maybe it's cover and misdirection. And then you've got the other kid, whatever with whatever his name was, who's like, well, Brian? I was trying to bring him around. And it's like, so was, was he actually gay? I mean, maybe he was at a point where he was thinking that maybe he was. And he was, I mean, we don't, it seems like he wasn't dating anyone anyone no, no. So the I, kids the kid was saying ryan was saying that he was sexually on the fence uh-huh. yeah. uh, and so, he was trying to push him off of the fence <laughs> and, and make sure he landed in the correct pasture or something you, basically which is never never ends well for anybody <laughs> yeah well, so i mean was, you go ahead yeah so that was my thing i was like and the, the whole time that i was watching that last scene i'm like Jimmy will have thoughts about this. I'm sure that Jimmy will have much more interesting thoughts <laughs> than I do. But it was like, okay, so this kid has never said that, 
that he was gay. Um, we, we have only anecdotal evidence. So, that, so, so there's this thing, and his parents see him getting a back rub from some, some guy. They freak out and send him to, to the gay camp. And yeah. it's like, okay, I mean, did he try to fight it? Was he like, okay, this, this was, you're blowing it out of proportion, but if this is what it takes to get you guys to calm down and off my back, then I'll go. And well, I'd, a lot of, a lot of times whatever, kids don't have a choice. Maybe if I they're... can meet some chicks there because I, I want experience with them too. I mean, I don't know. There was nothing that I was like, I, maybe he wasn't, maybe he was just at a point where he's like, I don't know what I am. And yeah. I... I don't think we're supposed to believe that he is necessarily gay. That's not, that, that's not, I don't think that's really the point. Um, but, and if I'm, I'm not going to write a whole lot of backstory here either, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I could. Uh, but I, I believe that his parents saw him in a compromising position. He may or may not have been gay. They didn't care. All they, all they knew is they saw him in a compromising position with another guy and they were like, nope, we're going to nip this in the bud. We're putting him in conversion therapy. I think that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And he had no say whether he denied it or not or, or agreed with it. It didn't matter. They just put him in. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. Well, no, the thing that, that got me was when um, you're saying his name was Ryan. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. like, and he came back and, and his parents were forcing him to go to, to do these things and go on field trips and this and that. I was like, Maybe he wanted to, you know, have his parents like him. I mean, you, you that, think that this that, is... But that's what he said. He said that yeah, he was trying but... to get his parents to like him. Uh -huh. So we don't know that the fact that he was upset. I mean, maybe this was, yes, I like it when my parents like me, and this isn't a hardship. So I, no, I don't know. I mean, know. I feel like if your parents send you to, like, something that Conversion horrible... therapy. Yeah, like, that, I mean, that's... You're obviously just trying anything you can do to please them because God knows you don't want to get sent back. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's such a form of abuse. It's such a form of abuse to send to do that to a minor. Uh, if an adult if an adult wants to do something like that, that's their own decision. And and while I don't agree with it, I you know, if that's what an adult wants to do, then then go for it. But to to do that to a minor, I think I, I consider that pretty much child abuse. So I I, I think that. Uh, you know, they're, they're, I can see where the hurtful feelings are coming from, but it, it, I don't, I'm not gonna. That's all I'm gonna well, say about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just my thing was that we never heard that that Marcos had any hurt feelings over it. So that was. Yeah, but, it was I mean, just how like, could you not said, have hurt feelings over that? Like, I mean, that's such an awful thing to have done to you. Like, you yeah. have to assume that it was like, you know, like I don't think it's a stretch to assume that he had hurt feelings. Well, like it's also even, they do blackmail at this thing. They they make mm. you they do re spiritual and religious blackmail mm -hmm. more than likely at this. Telling these, I mean, you know, I went to a Catholic school. I think I brought that up. One of my good friends from school is gay. I mean, there was a long time where he had to deal with the fact that he thought he was going to go to hell. Mm. And it's just very hard to, and yeah, he probably did want to improve because he doesn't, nobody wants to think that everything they believed in their whole life has been taken from them because of feelings that they have or, you know, their sexual, um, you know, I, their sexual thought. And at 17, your, sexu your sexual identity is so up in the air anyway, mm -hmm. in a lot of kids' cases, that 
I mean, he didn't know what he was because it hasn't been well established what he was. Um, that's just how I feel because it's, and, and honestly, it's, it's taken me a lot to justify it with, you know, my background, um, and everything. So it, it just, it's really hard to, to understand, but that's what I feel. Of course, he, of course he acted like he wanted to, um, you know, be this person because he because, thought that that's what, yeah, go ahead. Well, because that's what you want to be. When you're 17 and your and your and your sexuality is is up, you know, as you say, up in the air, or or is falling somewhere where you don't necessarily want it to, you mm-hmm. want to be that per- that other person. So of course you're going to do it. You know, um, uh, you're going to do what your parents want because you want them to love you because you don't want them to reject you. It, we're going really down a huge rabbit hole right here. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this. Mm-hmm. Is, the right <laughs> yeah yeah no it's we not can, the right place but yeah, we, can, just, we can back up i mean yeah. like, like i said i i, I the whole uh-huh. time i was watching i was like jimmy will have thoughts about this but my my thoughts was the fact that i think it was the more of the fact that the writing really sort of fell apart and so yeah. we only had i mean of course it's the fact that the kid died so he could he couldn't be there to say anything but it was well, I think that uh, that that he was upset about this. It's all conjecture. The other kids saying, "I think this," and it was just like, "There's no one who ever said that that Marcos definitely said I feel this way." Well, no, there isn't, and that's the interesting thing is at the beginning we just get all these people who no one knew Marcos, yeah. and we don't know who actually did, if anybody did, at the end either. It's interesting to say that because. We don't even know that Marcus knew who he was himself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You right. know, um, and to, you know, so it, it is, he's an interesting character that we never actually got because, you know, it's this kid that um, made fun of everybody around him to offset the pain that he was feeling himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's really an interesting, intriguing character. Um, yeah, I but, would, I would like yeah. to know more about Marcos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyways, I, 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 that's I, that's all I'm gonna say about it. Okay. Last joint. very last thing of the a plot is um, that Keith goes and tells Mr. Oliveras that he doesn't want him testifying and that he should take the settlement from the school board. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face was just so classic. Um, you know, like oh my god. You totally busted me. How did you ever catch me? Yeah. Then like, it's like, um, hello. Like, <laughs> dude, you're really stupid. <laughs> you are. Very. <laughs> All right. B-plot? Yes, thank you. Okay. okay. So, Logan and Veronica look into the doctor, and they find a name, Danny Boyd, who has something to do with a settlement or I don't know something some somehow they came across his name I kind of missed that um so Veronica goes to talk to this guy and she stumbles onto the fighting Fitzpatrick's hideout not really hideout whatever at the river hangout (laughs) yes their hangout (laughs) the fighting Fitzpatrick's fighting Fitzpatrick's that is hard to say so y'all, I thought the A, p- a plot was pretty 
whatever, the B plot just like killed me. Like this is so dumb. Like this whole like Irish mafia nonsense. I just I like I just could not care about any of it. Oh. Even when Weevil got brought in, I was just like, whatever. I'm out. Don't care. Come on, you cannot underestimate us Irish mafia people. Here is a fun fact. Uh, upstate New York trivia. In the city of Syracuse, there is one traffic light that is placed upside down because you don't put red over green. And when the, when the traffic lights were first installed, the local Irish gang hired kids to throw rocks at it and break it until they they put it up so that way it goes green, yellow, red. Why didn't they just put it sideways? Because they didn't have the sideways street lights at the time. Like, I guess. Did it, I mean, this wow. was like 1905. Oh, that's really a thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. street lights? Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. But, no, and okay. this is in, in Syracuse, New York, there is upside-down streetlights in this one certain area. So That's funny. I didn't realize that the Irish Mafia would be a thing in California. I don't know. I think of that, like, as, like, Naomi Boston. was saying, the back east thing. Yeah. 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 The, the boss, it, that's definitely a Boston re- reality. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, being well, in I Neptune mean, was a little strange. I don't. It's, it's just the idea of you know the the old school gangs, and so do you have? Is there the mafia? Are there the Irish in there? And then you get the sort of the newer ones, the Mexican gangs that are coming up. And I mean, I don't know. It's just figure out where the roots lie and and how you can trace the the history of the criminal underworld. I want to know why it's always Catholics. Why is it always us? I mean, <laughs> no comment. Keep your mouth. I know, right? Because you're the ones that are devoted to family and loyalty, yeah. and and you're you're there to protect your clan. Mafia, mafia. <laughs> it, 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 the, it, the Irish Catholics and the Roman Catholics. They're, no, they're just save Catholics. <laughs> well, but they're but 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 they're not. No, <laughs> well, they're not. no but no. no, they're not. I yeah. You don't want you don't want an old an, an old timer to hear you say that. <laughs> no, I, I guess why we're I, we're pretty liberal Catholics around here, but there are some crazy ones. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah. we, we have in my area there are not as active as they were in the 50s and 60s but there is still you, you know where the places are that the Irish family sit and the Italian family sit and hmm. you don't go into those wow interesting Italians is North Boston <laughs> Or, or, or the the North End, and uh, the Irish is in Southie. Wow! <laughs> Apparently, wow. it exists. Yep. Wow! But it have, just doesn't exist in Ohio. So no, the, the, there is a movie that I, I that I think was like based on a comic book. I haven't seen it, but Sin City. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, yeah, there was yeah. the movie. Yeah, th- that is 
famous in our area because of the fact that the situations and placement, like, it was based on Utica, New York. So that is that is the only reason why I know of it, because it's like, oh, yeah, he wrote about Utica and just changed a couple names. And it's like, yeah, that's our history. Yep. Mm-hmm. Congressmen doing weird things in the barns of their country homes. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Logan comes in and saves Veronica before Liam can give her a nasty tattoo. Naomi, did you love this scene? Yeah, thought of you when I saw it. Actually, I was... I was so upset because Veronica was just whimpering the whole time. And I was like, what are you doing, Veronica? Man up. He had her by the throat. But no, like she was trying to get away and she was just whimpering even before he had her by the throat. Like she was whimpering and then she pulled out her taser and she tasered the guy and she was whimpering while she tasered the guy and she was whimpering while she ran away. And then the other dude grabbed her and she, you know, was like, (sighs) But then the, I don't these know, guys are not just... high school students. These yeah. are serious know, evil but... men. I don't think that she had ever um, <sighs> ha- gotten herself into um, that that level of danger before. Think about when Erin Eccles was uh, when That's... she was in the fridge yes, and she was crying. I mean, I teenage she... girl. Teenage girl. Um, no, I think that I would be doing the same thing if some I would big be too. man but was. I... She, she's badass Veronica Mars. She was not, unarmed, I, I know. She's not Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I have, did she have her purse on her? Cause I didn't even notice her having her purse. I think she pulled her taser out of her purse. Oh, that's right. Or her bag. She has, like, a messenger bag. It's not really a purse. Right. But, you know, she didn't even... I, I don't know. I didn't notice her. She picked it up before she left. Like, when Logan yeah. came in, she, oh, she grabbed the bag. Okay. Yeah. Or they um, grabbed it from yeah her. something. It... She she dropped it when uh, after she tased after she tased uh, the guy who could fit six tennis balls in his mouth. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> after she tased him and went to run away, and the other guy grabbed her. She dropped everything. Uh huh. Yeah. I appreciate that she's not like good at everything. Like if she was also like Buffy style, like physical fighter, like uh-huh. that'd be really. I mean, Annoying. really unbelievable. Yeah. You know? uh, I like how, you know, at the end of the day, she's still like a 95-pound girl. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, like there was no way she was getting out of that situation on her own. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was just the whimpering. I was like, I've never heard her whimper before. In the fridge. No, like, in the fridge, she was freaked out, but this was just like you can't I, tell I, me. I have never heard the sound come out of her. Well, <laughs> this was a sound these are that I never heard. That she knows. She knows what these men are capable of because of her father, and these men are not going to like her because of her father. And the and she's got some big scary guy throwing a needle at her. I'd be crying too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Simone oh, yeah. was if she's pretending to be some O er rich girl who's going to get surgery and the guy says oh hey come here follow me and he's taking her back to like some weird ramshackle thing with dogs ramshackle it's like (laughs) i'm sorry i don't think that there was any valley girl that would stick around to see what was actually at the end of that dirt yeah i do i know of one lily kane 
<laughs> yeah, and and Lily Kane would not get in the position like if he's like, what sort of ta- a tattoo? She would tell him, and then she would like do nasty things to him on the table. I was just going to say, she would get her way out of that situation in a way different way. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I just... But what I'm saying is I could see Lily walking into that place. You know Uh what I'm saying, so... But Lily would probably know what she was walking into. She wouldn't just, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to blithely... Yeah, it's odd. But pretty much every other O-Niner girl would not. But she it's was like, doing this, to, uh, to, you know, to exonerate the love of her life. <laughs> that worked, Jimmy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to laugh, and I just. <laughs> I tried to keep. I tried to keep a straight face for as long as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna make frustrated noises into my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny, though? is It's odd to me that she had no idea where the River Styx was. Yeah. Like, that was no weird. idea. Uh-huh. Unless she was just thrown off because of the back entrance of it, maybe? Yeah. I think it was the way she got there. She wasn't expecting... Because she didn't know that he was one of them. No. And then it wasn't, and like all of a sudden through a back alley, and you're like, oh, where do, what is this? Like, you don't really know, if you're yeah, not that's... familiar with the area, you don't know what's on the other side of that. Yeah. The front, which would have been the front entrance. And then you come in, yeah. and then you're inside, and you're like, oh, this place. <laughs> yeah, I guess she wasn't expecting his backyard to be the entrance to the River Sticks. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I find it interesting that she seems more upset that Logan had a gun than that she, like, almost got a tattoo. I think it was just her reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Yvette, I cut you off. Oh, no, I was just, I was agreeing. I thought that was really bizarre, actually. I, I think I think that it was the stress of the whole situation in general. But in in that moment when, you know, when she's kind of having the breakdown in the car and she, you know, starts yelling at Logan, you know, you have a gun, you're going to get yourself killed. That's one of those moments where it can be taken a, a number of different ways. And it's, it's kind of, uh, I feel like that was trying to show that she really still cares a lot for Logan, even though, um, you know, even though they're not together and even though they, they, you know, it's an even day today and, um, you know, he's being a jerk. Uh, she still will, she still has deep rooted feelings for him and she doesn't want to see him get hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So moving on, my note is Toby from switched at birth wants to know where his drugs are. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Ryan from High School Musical. Well, yeah, that too. I didn't know his name, though, on High School Musical, so I, went I was like, to birth. really? Life with Sharpay is that bad? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, y'all. So I'm, I'm totally making it, like, I've got this crack headcanon where this is the school that High School Musical took place in. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> yeah. So they, they are, they're like the, the wildcat pirates or something. Oh, they're gonna tape him up on the flagpole for I, sure. I just want to um to to announce that this dude is listed as uh, in the script as one to score guy. 
He wants to score with Weevil. Oh, no, Doesn't no, that fit no. with the has... song from High School Musical? We're gonna score tonight. Well, yes. We're gonna score I was thinking about the basketball song. I'm gonna rock, we're gonna roll, we're gonna pop, we're gonna ball. <laughs> I, I have no clue too. what any of y'all are talking about. Like, I don't know. Grease yes, it is the best movie musical ever. But if it hates musicals. Says, I mean, yeah, I hate musicals. Yeah, it's, so it's she okay. wouldn't like it. It's okay. No, Grease 2. Everyone loves Grease 2. Well, I love Grease 2, but... Okay, um... Let's see. Veronica puts Weevil on the trail of something weird going on. I, how he is not aware that something something is amiss i'm i'm really not sure he's not being a very good leader if he doesn't understand mm -hmm. what's happening yeah so he goes to his gang and wants to know if he's still in charge and the answer I, is I was, no i was so ready for someone to be like dude you've been out for months how mm -hmm. did you not know that <laughs> yeah and then he gets a new story about that night on the bridge the thing that i found really interesting i was like okay so this, the, the end of this flashback is told by the guy who left halfway through. Yes. So, yeah, so flashbacks lie, but he knows who he left there. So he left three guys, one of them died, so it's one of the two, of the two guys that we saw who killed Felix. That sort of narrows everything down. Well, but that's Thank only you. the story that he knows. See, one of those two guys. Well, we'll we'll go. We'll get to that in theories, but, um, but, that's that's that flashback that we saw, was literally the story that he told. It mm -hmm. wasn't. It wasn't what actually happened. It was just the story that he told, and he was told that story by, by Hector and and Bucci. Wow, you know their names? <laughs> well, Hector and Bucci. Thumper. Wow. Thumper is the guy who who was telling the story, and Hector and Bucci are the two. I <laughs> I did not I'm get sorry. any of their names. <laughs> and I, That's I want to make it Bootsy. I, I like Bucci. Bucci. I, I want it to be Bootsy. That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> So basically, we're getting a story from a story in a flashback. So pretty yeah. sure it's not accurate. Yeah, I'm sure that 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 none of what we saw past the point um, that he left was true. Yep. Yeah. All right. So um, Logan is taken, put in the back of a van, and people's court with Russian roulette happens. Was there somebody actually on that phone? Was Weevil really on the other end of that phone? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think so. Okay. And I, so what, I, 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 the thing that confused me, so I was thinking, okay, yeah, someone was on the end of the phone. No, I don't think anybody but, was on the other end of that phone. But how did Logan get the phone? He stole he it. He took it out of the pocket. Like when? When they, when, when they were when, throwing him out of the car? When, the yes, you saw him, you see him take reach it. in the pocket and take it out when they were taking him out of the van. 
Okay, I I did not see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like, those two are, are setting Weevil up. Like, they were pretending to, to call... They were pretending to call Weevil so that he... So that when... When inevitably uh, Logan... Like, cause I, and I also don't believe that Logan... That he didn't know that Logan stole that phone. Like, I think that the whole thing was kind of a ploy to get them to to get Logan to think that Weevil was behind what was happening, when in reality, it's whoever's really in charge. It's probably Mayor Gutenberg. <laughs> probably. I love that. <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking that it was sort of the reverse happening for about a second and a half when Logan pulled out his cell, out the cell phone, and I didn't realize that it was, been, it was a stolen one, and he called Weevil, and he's like, Weevil. And there was a Weaves. pause for a second, and I was like... Oh, so, like, Weevil actually went to Logan and said, I think stuff is going down in the gang. This is what I'm afraid is going to happen. Let me know if something does. And he's like, so, so I thought that Weevil and Logan were going to team up to, like, play the gang. And then I was really sad when they didn't. Yeah. No, I think that they, that they made the last phone call to be called from that phone was to Weevil, but it wasn't during any part of what was happening so that when he called whoever the last person was on that phone and he got Weevil, he was probably thinking it was something completely different. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. Okay. So C plot, and we will move through this one quite quickly because who really cares? Um, <laughs> so Duncan, oh. Duncan has a dream about Meg and Veronica Man, did y'all notice Veronica was wearing a bullet choker? I was just oh going to say, Veronica has upgraded her choker to, like, you know, dominatrix style. She looks good. Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that is, like, the first thing that you guys talk about. <laughs> the choker. <laughs> well, I was like, we haven't had a choker all season, and this choker was severely upgraded. I was like, <laughs> I'll take it. She needs the bullet belt and the bullet choker. Maybe uh, she can wear some dog collars later in the season. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, see, I, I was trying to... I didn't fixate so much on the choker, but I was looking at the rest of her outfit, and I was trying to, like, to, to pull up memories of what the, uh, the Mary Sunshine outfit um, looked like when she did the... The, the last, her last song in Reefer Madness. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't? Have you ever seen Reefer Madness, Jimmy? No. No. Oh, okay. So it's like a takeoff. <laughs> What's going Tangent. on? Tangent. Yes. We have Send to see it. Okay. Okay. So this scene is very interesting to me because is this how Duncan feels about... Meg and Veronica, like, the differences between them, and it's yeah. just... Well, that Meg is, is is angelic and sweet, and Veronica is dominating and um, uh, kind of... Dangerous? Dangerous, yeah, thank you, that's the word I was looking for. He needs to go to a dream analyst or something, because... Yeah, it's a little creepy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's exactly what Veronica looks like. But um, I think it's the whole concept of you can't compete with a ghost, even though Meg isn't dead. She's not conscious, so she feels like a ghost. So 
every other girl is going to pale in comparison. You know what I'm saying? To the angelic Meg. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. But I just think it's funny how they go for that. Like her, her lovely, beautiful getup she has on and, um, you know, the dominatrix look to like <laughs> what she actually looks like, which is like a pink, you know, conservative shirt and these jeans. Yeah. You know, and she's talking to Logan. But... Yeah. And then, and then the the other dream is where she's in bed with him. Yeah. And and we're supposed to believe for the briefest the the minute they started that scene, I knew that wasn't Veronica, uh, because yeah. you know they were covering her face with her hair, and I was like, and then. And it's different hair. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> um, and that he's the only one that can save her. I'm like, is this like? True love's uh, 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 true love's kiss is that what is that what he thinks? Does he think that he's like like the prince and he has She's to go Snow kiss White. her? Yeah. <laughs> no, it Sleeping was the Beauty. second time. It was like I, I picked it up as sort of paralleled um, dialogue because there was earlier on there was the scene between Veronica and Logan, and Logan's like, "Help me, Veronica Mars Kenobi," and then <laughs> you get. And then you get this one here, and, and Meg's like, only you can save me. I was like, okay. Well, at the end of that, we finally get Duncan reading the letter that he took out of Meg's air vent. That we still know absolutely nothing about. It's yeah. probably from either Hector or Bucci. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, Meg does look very Irish, so it is possible. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, Dun- uh, 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 Donut thinks it's big news. <laughs> he seemed very, very enthusiastic when he was reading it. it he, he finds out that, that Meg is actually his sister. Pregnant. No, Pregnant. no, she's his sister. <laughs> That the letter is from her birth mom, and Meg tracked down her birth mom, and uh, birth mom reveals that she got pregnant by Jake Kane. Because everybody <laughs> did, you know? No, the letter is from her, and she. It's, who was it addressed to? Was it addressed to her? I thought so. And it was from, like, some, it was from someplace in Washington State or something. I didn't. I didn't pause it and look. Um, and now I. Now I regret that. <laughs> yeah, it was just like one word. Well, it was a Duncan head. scene, so you know you really didn't want. Yeah, to I, I was stop kind it. of tuned out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to have to rewatch it. And right. I mean, unless he's half naked, I, I, I'm really not interested when he's on screen. And even then. I was gonna say, there's interest then. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, it's not like he's terrible looking without a shirt on. Uh, wow, naked cardboard is still cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time for quotes. Melanie, would you like to go first? Uh, certainly. Um. Okay, this is uh, a Mac quote. Um, 
and it's a simple one because I wanted to save you guys the the good ones. But um, butter your blankies blinking. <laughs> I had that one too. Me too. <laughs> oh, love it. So I'm 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 going for it. I'm doing I'm doing the whole exchange. Do it. From Logan. Hey, if you could exonerate me sometime soon, that would be great. I really don't want don't want bottom bunk and fisty McRape, McRapes a lot sell. Veronica, you went to the top. I'm sure it's negotiable. Logan, help me, Mars One Kenobi. You're my only hope. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I um I also have a Logan quote. Stop. I've had a very bad year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Veronica. Sometimes a cigar store is just a cigar store. But it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a Mac quote. Sorry, I was just seeing how long we could have a conversation with your site only being questions. And And then my quote is, I'd be interested to know if you had the capabilities to track said signal. Because <laughs> <laughs> <was> awesome. <laughs> if you go back and listen to that conversation, it is hilarious because it's just constant question, 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 question. I, I could. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in like that, but I I had the next line. Well, that's so I good. Had to take it. <laughs> Well, let's continue with a Mac quote. I'm happy to play the cue to your bond. Somehow I knew you were going to have that quote. (laughs) And then I have the other exchange, Veronica. Excellent work as usual, cue, Mac. Right back at you, Mr. Bond. Although I can't do the accent. (laughs) Those two have such great chemistry. They really do. I can't wait till she becomes a regular. I know it's going to happen. Oh, fingers crossed. I hope you're right. I I know it's got it's got to happen. Cuz uh, every time she's on screen, the chemistry between the two of them is so great. And it just gets better and better as time goes on. Like it, it's I don't know if she's going to become a serious regular, but I think we're going to see more of her. Mm-hmm. Uh I got Veronica. Hey Vincent, what you doing? <laughs> I have a evil quote. Go scare some old ladies or something. <laughs> I have one more from Veronica. Why must you make the tech support people cry? <laughs> I sympathize with those tech support people. I have worked tech support and it is a very bad job. And I was kind of bad <laughs> at Keith. I was like that poor tech support person. <laughs> And you know what? If their supervisor's listening, they could lose their job, Keith Mars. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I've got 911 on the line. Who can give me the address here? No one? <laughs> Logan. <laughs> you didn't have the rest. Well, I stopped because, you know, the ankle bracelet. It was. I, I, I had a whole long exchange with one, so I was like, I, I just... Okay. I just like I just pick my favorite part of that one. All right, we will move on to feedback. Okay, Malika couldn't be here tonight, so she sent in feedback, and she says, "If you're reading this, I'm sitting in some boring meeting or at some boring dinner and cursing the gods and work that have kept me from this podcast. Here are my ramblings for this sode. There is no dick, no beef, big fat frowny face." 
<laughs> but I'm sure y'all will find some way of inserting them deep into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Giggles wildly. <laughs> A plot. Ghost bussing. Mac, Weevil, Clemens, backup. Oh wait, that's not backup. Or is it? We finally meet the principal. Principal, I already forgot his name. He reminds me of the mayor. No, not Mayor Woody. I had to look up his name. The mayor. Drink. <laughs> and explain to Naomi. <laughs> but anyways, the, the, uh, just for the record, Moorhead. His name was Moorhead. Oh, good job, Jimmy. You know everybody's names. In this episode in particular. <laughs> <laughs> and like that mayor, he's up to no good. Maybe he'll turn into a snake or something. One can hope. I don't know if I cared much about the Pray the Gay Away Camp conclusion, but I liked Captain Crunk and seeing Clemens in his robe. <laughs> Not as much fun as seeing him in his pants. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and B-plot, Logan's got a gun. Logan against Weevil. So sad. Unless this is just the preamble to them falling into each other's arms. But I wish I had more to say about this plot. But it was hard for me to watch, you guys. C-plot, donut hole. <laughs> <laughs> so Duncan is creeping me out. I know, I know. When doesn't he creep me out? But for real this time. Anyone else think that the reveal of the girl in his bed was going to be Lily? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? No. Oh. <laughs> Not, not really until funny. Oh boy. That's how you said it, you Right, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they closed the episode out on him. Who is Chris Talley? Is that who the letter was from? Oh, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, quotes. Captain Crunk. Ahoy, mateys. 540 on your AM dial. Listen or walk my enormous plank. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica, if you want a top, I'm sure it's negotiable. And this Logan one, too. Help me, Mars One Kenobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> Veronica, I'm feeling the calculating stare, but where is the villainous hand ringing and maniacal laugh? That was a good one. Mm hmm. Rating, it was an okay episode. I had a hard time with the B plot and a complete absence of, you know. But there was Mac. Five out of ten yellow toy buses. Predictions, I'm sticking with the mayor, not the mayor, but Woody. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful that she has to clarify. Um, wouldn't it be great if the mayor caused the bus crash? One can hope. It would. It would. Uh, but here's something that we did skip over, was the fact that even the the guys running the radio station think that Duncan give off, gives off a, a crazy serial killer vibe. They do. It was pretty funny. That was very funny, actually. Yeah. But I liked how their justification, you can't be pleasant and quiet and rich and not be a crazy lunatic or something. I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> sociopath. Which is actually really true. Um, at least with Duncan, you know, or be hiding a, you know, violent secret. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> All right, so feedback from the Facebook group? All right. Beth says, so is that dream how Donut really sees things of Veronica? If so, wow. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Hate seeing our girl Veronica roughly handled like that. I was surprised the fighting Fitzpatrick's let her leave with Logan. Uh, I watched that Veronica and Max scene by the computer twice. It was adorable. Best Bond in queue ever. Also, I laughed so loud when they knocked on the door and the vice principal answered. <laughs> Ryan is played by Bradford Anderson, a.k.a. Spinelli from General Hospital. Hmm. I don't watch Elizabeth General Hospital. Elizabeth says... I don't watch soap operas. All right, Elizabeth says, Random thoughts while watching this episode. Love the cigar line. I assume it's referencing Freudian analysis and comes nicely after Duncan's dream. Nobody ever stops snooping after reading the words private and confidential with exclamation <laughs> points. <laughs> Logan's motto is apparently walk softly and carry a big dick gun. go Malika <laughs> I like how Weevil leans against a locker Ooh, me too girl how yes. do you say help me Mars Juan Kenobi you're my only hope with a straight face <laughs> love that the vice principal is just Butter's dad in this scene awkward parent scenes are the best ah narrating the internet did we learn nothing from iRobot Eugene sorry for the Buffy reference Naomi <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the place this episode <laughs> Even though it was kind of all over the place, I enjoyed this episode. Got Mac and Weevil. Now where's Wallace? Oh, Wallace. I miss Wallace. Me well, too. She, she, she did apparently get an email back from him. Yeah, mm -hmm. saying, I'm not going to respond to you. Yeah, <laughs> I well, just think I'm like, what? Are you dating him? Like, who said that to somebody that, you know, I just need some time, Veronica. Leave me alone. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing. <laughs> All right. Who crashed the bus? Beaver. I think it. I still think that it's. Uh, I, I. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm no longer thinking that it's Chardo specifically. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I. <laughs> Not him specifically. Hector. It was actually Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's Hector and Bucci. Wow. Um, no, I think that I think that you know it, it's the same theory that I've had, which is you know somebody's taking out the PCHers, but I I think that is I think that it might be Mayor Gutenberg, who is actually taking out the PCHers, but I think that's that's you know the theory is the same. It's who's behind it. I'm still not sure of. So. Mayor Gutenberg, it is. Okay. And I, I have my defaults, which is Lily's ghost and time traveling Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and and notice how quiet Heidi and Melanie are. We so just that don't means talk. That I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you, can you can take our silence however you feel like you want to. Um, okay. So you're saying that Duncan is a doctor, is that what you're trying to say? Like No. That, oh no. my god, yeah. no, please don't. Not... <laughs> you know what? Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm just remembering I I rewatched uh, um uh, one of uh an episode arc of four 
and at one point someone says, "I don't think he's stupid as stupid as he seems," and and their their other villain leans over and says, "No one can be as stupid as he seems." So maybe maybe Duncan is the doctor because no one can be as stupid as Duncan seems. <laughs> 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 but I was just like generic time traveling that uh-huh. somehow Mr. Duncan could act. Sorry, y'all, I just dropped something. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> you better, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Did the chandelier fall on you? It, it just, like, dropped, like, right next to my computer. Like, bam. <laughs> Did someone break in to give ruckus. you a yellow bus? A yellow bus, yeah. <laughs> A giant school bus just fell at my computer. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Um, ratings? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I thought this episode was really boring. But we did get Mac, and I love her. And we got Weevil, even though he was kind of lame. But I'm going to go ahead and still give it four and a half out of ten fish sticks and chocolate milk. (laughs) I don't remember that. (laughs) That sounds so gross. That's what uh, he was having for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Took me a minute, but I got there. Okay, so, yeah, the the A-plot was sort of, the, and, I mean, yes, we got stuff that sort of moved the, the, the Logan and the bus crash along, but only, like, an inch of, closer to, to, to the reveal. So I gave it five Star Wars references. Um, this episode, it was kind of blah, uh, but it had its good parts. The Logan storyline, um, was pretty good, and, you know, we'll forever now remember Hector and Bucci, um, we had Mac, and we had a non, we had non-backup Pitbull, and I love Pitbulls, but that Pitbull was on a chain, and so that loses points. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But uh, no, it, it was it was all right. It, it it had its it has it had its good moments and uh, and mostly a lot of blah moments. Uh, but I'm gonna give it um, five and a half Playboy loving booty hounds out of ten. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Melanie. Um. Well, you know, this is kind of feels like drinking the Kool-Aid for me because I kind of like that episode and you guys tore it so um, Ahoy Meetings I actually kind of like um, and I'm going to give it a 7 a 7 trips to brainwashing camp out of 10 yeah I actually also like this episode um, I really really like the B plot and the A plot has just some awesome stuff with uh, Mac and everything with Clemens, and I we get progression, I guess, with the last ten seconds with Duncan. Something happens, so you know, there's that. Um, so I am also giving it seven out of ten. Blinking blankies. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I forgot what comes next. Oh yeah, our contact information. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know when it came from Yvette, but it was perfect. <laughs> that was actually just my microphone literally like slipping right onto the ground. <laughs> okay. You can find us at www.quadruplez.com. Send us an email at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. And we love it when you send an MP3 voicemail. You can give us a tweet at Investigate Mars. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Investigating Mars. And if you've seen ahead, you can join our spoiler group at facebook.com slash groups slash spoilers of Mars. And please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Yes. All right. Thank you, Melanie, for joining us. Thank you. Yes, for thank you for coming me. back. We and love having you. We do. Yes. Yeah. We look forward to having you back again right before your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I will be here. And yeah. And our episode next time is called My Mother the Fiend. What's it about? Oh god, I hope Leanne's not back. Uh, I, th there's too many mothers to pick from. Lynn. It's Lynn uh, Eccles. <laughs> or or is it Celeste coming back to just be, you know, ice queen over everything? Uh, it, I, I, I just don't want it to be or, Leanne. Or, or is it like Meg's mom? Who decides that she's going to pull the plug? Or I, I there's there's too many bad bombs to pick from. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you next time. And until then, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. bye.